Today is Sunday, October 30th. This is the Dade City Wire, your neighborhood news source. I'm Eric Baker. Our top story this week, your Pasco Pirates varsity football team absolutely decimated the Wesley Chapel Wildcats last Friday, October 28th, on the road at Wesley Chapel High School by a score of 49-0, to pitching yet another defensive shutout during the contest and improving to 8-1 on the season. Make no mistake about it, this was a trap game for the Pirates. They could have come into this game unmotivated and given one away, but they did what good teams do. They dominated an opponent that they were supposed to dominate. Coach Freeney agrees. I, I think our kids came out and did exactly what they were supposed to do. Coach Freeney's been emphasizing the need to become more balanced on offense. Having a passing game that teams have to worry about opens up the running game as the defensive backs and linebackers can't just run downhill every single play if they're worried about the quarterback dropping a dime over their heads. Coach Freeney told me that his quarterbacks and running backs have been putting in the extra work to develop that side of the offense. It was. It was a really good week of practice. Um, we got to focus on the run a little bit. Um, we got to also rest some kids, and we got some younger kids that stepped up. And um, But the biggest thing was focus on our passing game. And um, all week, you know, Enrique was locked in, our receivers were locked in, and it really showed tonight. Even after practice, you know, I get there after practice, and they're standing after practice throwing extra balls. And then I'll get there before practice, and they're throwing extra balls. So, you know, it's exactly what I wanted, and, and I'm proud of them. Pirate starting quarterback Enrique Matos had a career game going four for six for 101 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and an impressive overall passer rating of 149.3. I caught up with Enrique after the game to talk about that performance. We came with a game plan. My running back, I already knew he was going to have a few touches with a game we plan tonight, with a team we play, versus team we plan tonight. So coach said, we just going to put the ball in the air tonight, and that's what we did. When a game such as this one gets out of hand fairly quickly, you start asking yourself, when's a good time to begin pulling your starters and managing playing time? Coach Freeney shared with me his philosophy on that exact scenario. You got to be careful because you practice all week. You got to get the work you need in. So normally the way we do it is, you know, we get up that way and we'll whatever the starters to go back for that first drive, first series. So if that's offense or defense, whatever it may be. And then we start putting in our other guys. And, you know, I think that's really important, man, because those other guys help you out during the week. They're on scout team. They deserve a shot, too. So you got to make sure that you're showing them some love. So that's kind of my philosophy on it, just to make sure I'm getting them in. And also that's that's valuable time for them. You know, that, that's time that I can't get them at practice in that game, that game situations. Like, I, you know, we really want that. And we didn't get them out as fast as we wanted because, you know, they, they had a drive going um, and we started subbing in during that drive just because it was running clock and it was so fast. But the kids that came in, man, they played well because it's hard to keep a shutout, you know, whenever they got their starters still in. And, you know, but my kids raised to the occasion, so I'm proud of them. The stout Pirates defense continued to flex their muscles during the contest, pitching yet another defensive shutout, not even allowing an earned first down until late in the fourth quarter. And the Pirates special teams continue to shine with multiple block punts. 
Just to name a few, star athlete Anthony Pratt led the way with nine total tackles and one sack. Middle linebacker Tyrese Gross added 10 total tackles. Outside linebacker Ethan Humphreys had six total tackles and one block punt. And defensive end Desmond Davis added two tackles and one sack. Cornerback Zabrian Hammond added yet another interception to his resume. He has a total of four INTs on the year now. Coach Freeney talked about that overall performance and why it's important to execute on all three phases of the game. We told him during the week that, you know, we want to we need to start being just an all-around good football team because we are. So we need all phases of the game going, kicking, offense, and defense, and, and they did. You know, our special teams has been pretty special all year. Um, they, don't, they don't get enough credit for what they do. I think we have about five or six block punts. I know we got like mm-hmm. three three touchdowns off special teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's real special in that defense, man. Like they're they're special. Yes, they're sir. special. And I, I gotta give all that credit to Coach um, Stubbs, the way he prepares them. Um, you know, Tyrese Gross, you know, he's the he's the guy on the defense. He he tells them all where to go. He makes sure they're in the right place. And man, I tell you, he comes downhill, he fills holes. <laughs> Next up is Senior Night, where the Pirates will face Central out of Brooksville for their final regular season game at 7.30 p.m. on Friday, November 4th at WF Edwards Stadium. We'll see you there. From her kitchen to your table, Dinner's Ready, located on the corner of 6th Avenue and Meridian Avenue in Dade City, offers a different dinner menu daily and a new menu each month. Whether you dine in or take home, call ahead ordering is recommended. Open from 4 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, closed on Tuesdays. They also offer catering for small gatherings to large weddings. For more information, call Don Enright. 813-997-5154. Multiple Pasco High School swimming records were broken last week on Saturday, October 22nd at the Long Center in Clearwater, Florida by Mr. Connor Harry and Miss Malika Mansur. Connor broke two records last week in the 153 that were 19 and 20 years old respectively, and Malika broke a 20-year school record in the 100 breaststroke. In the 53, Connor's time of 22:46 broke a 20-year-old Pasco High School record that was set back in 2002 by Brett Clark. In the 100 free, Connor's time of 49.99 broke a 19-year-old Pasco High School record that was set back in 2003 by Ross Kashia. Connor is now the district champion in both the 50 and 100 free. Congratulations, Connor. Malika's time of 1 minute 16.76 in the 100 breaststroke broke a 20-year-old Pasco High School record set back in 2002 by Kim Beauregard. Congratulations, Malika. Swim coaches Laura Fisher and Brian Patterson told me that this is a testament to the hard work they put in starting back in April. Both Connor and Malika joined the FAST Florida Aquatic Swim Team AAU Club back in April and stayed in the club through July, which was a huge help. Both coaches stressed that they're extremely proud of the entire swim team having won the 3A District 5 meet. The swimming qualifiers on the girls team are Casey Lang, Lola Perez, Malika Mansur, Savannah Trimble, Sarah Summers, Daniela Benke, and Mary Britton. On the boys team, Connor Harry. 
Daniel Punal, Aaron Logercio, Dylan Serdinsky, Dylan Armstrong, Jacob Pitchford, Logan Harry, and Matthew Barton. Saturday, November 5th, the Dade City Merchant Association presents Downtown Dade City Unwraps for the Holidays. From 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., enjoy a fun-filled day in Downtown Dade City of holiday how-tos, guest speakers, demonstrations, and holiday refreshments. Lots of fun events to make the holiday season special. The History of Downtown Dade City Unwraps for the Holidays by Margaret Angel. Once upon a time, as all fun stories go, there was a group of very creative merchants sitting around the table pondering how to kick off the holiday season in their little town. Lots of ideas got batted around and then one bright merchant recalled a faraway shop that used to wrap their shop windows and reopen a couple of days later with a grand flare to reveal their Christmas merchandise. It was said that folks came from all around to anxiously await the reveal of the treasures that had been collected and displayed with care, much like what old St. Nick would have done himself. And there it was, the idea was born, with a few modifications, that is. Some thought it was too much to be closed for several days, and some feared that they did not stock enough holiday items to compete with the big box stores. And of course, they wanted something that everyone in town could participate in, whether they were selling food or merchandise. But all said, we can wrap our windows and have lots of fun. Then someone spoke up and said, we can't just make it about Christmas and forget about Thanksgiving. So the group worked on and decided, let's do something that celebrates all of the seasonal holidays. What about giving folks some how-to holiday tips to help with their personal holiday celebrations? So one year, the theme was all about helping customers entertain at home with decorating tips, wreath-making homemade doggy treats, crafty Christmas cards, and tasty recipes. Another year, the focus was on entertainment, Christmas stories, presentations of the history of Christmas wrapping paper, fancy napkin folding classes, and other fun activities. But that was all then, and here's what's in store this year. Like little elves, the merry old merchants will work long into the night on Friday, wrapping their windows and getting ready for the early morning festival. Activities. Saturday morning, the event kicks off at 9.30 a.m. with a sidewalk reception in front of the Florida Cracker Lunch on Limoges with complimentary orange juice and their fabulous freshly baked cinnamon rolls. From there, the unwrapping parade will begin with an entourage of merchants and shoppers making their way from shop to shop to cheer as the proprietor rips the paper from the windows and declares the holiday season to be officially underway. Once all the windows have been unwrapped, the downtown will be open for business and a day of old-fashioned holiday fun. Saturday, November 5th, the Pasco High School PTSA is hosting Stand Up with PTSA, a comedy fundraiser. Doors open at 5 p.m. and the show starts at 7. They'll have raffles, 50-50 drawings, live and silent auctions, VIP tables, and more. This event is for adults 18 years of age or older. General admission is $50. The VIP tables are $1,000. For tickets, to donate, or to sponsor, visit www.funny4funds.com forward slash events or call Don Enright 813-997-5154.
Saturday, November 5th, the Heritage Arts Center presents the long-awaited return of Moonlight and Ivory. Musicians and artists from Dade City and the surrounding areas will be performing at the Dade City Women's Club, 37922 Palm Avenue in Dade City. For more information, call Charlotte Lewis at 352-424-4298. Also on Saturday, November 5th, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., join Seniors in Service at the Moore Mickens Educational and Vocational Center in Dade City for their third annual Fall Heritage Festival. There will be food, live music, Buffalo Soldiers, vendors, and artists. Entry is just $7. VIP seating is $25. For more information, call 352-518-8008. Saturday, November 5th, the Pasco High School Band of Pirates are hosting the District 5 MPA performance event from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m., which will welcome 22 bands to campus to perform for judges and rating. The event will bring over 3,000 people to campus that day, and they are looking for lots of volunteers, but would also like to invite members of the community to watch and support the bands. The band has also been invited to participate in the 2023 National Memorial Day Parade located in Washington, D.C. It's a nationally televised event. They have also been invited to perform a concert series on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial during this trip. They are the only band from the state of Florida to be nominated and selected to participate in this parade. They are currently fundraising to help provide their students for the experience of this wonderful trip. If you can help, please reach out to K Spence, S-P-E-N-C-E at pasco.k12.fl.us. The Dade City Center for the Arts invite you to visit the hay bales that have been painted by our much appreciated local artists at the following locations through November 12th. Agnes Lamb Park, painted by Curtis and Jasmine Wright. Hardy Trail at Church Avenue, painted by Kevin Taggarty. Naomi Jones Park, painted by Olivia Below. Polly Touchton Hibiscus Park, painted by Patty Reese, Delaney Reese, Alyssa Ross, and Cassidy Welch. Price Park, painted by Randy Hernandez. And Watson Park, painted by Raya Taggarty. I sat down with Lucy Avila from the Dade City Center for the Arts for more information about the event. Yeah, we are so excited to have people come to Dade City because Dade City is known to have a heart for the art. And um, we're thrilled to our local artists that took their time and effort to um, paint on these hay bales that um, were donated by Joey um, Wubana. And I'm thankful to also to our sponsors who financially supported this project. And um, we're thrilled to be able to offer something like this in our community. And we do have signs by each um, hay bale that tells who the name of the artist was that did the project and also our sponsors. And we are, again, are thrilled to offer this to our community and to our visitors coming to town. So where all can people see the hay bales? Um, At our local... parks like we have um, one at Agnes Lamb Park, we have Price Park, we have um, the Polly Touchton Park which is known also as the Hibiscus Park. (laughs) We have the um, uh, Naomi Jones and we also have Hardy Trail. Well there's one also at the Hardy Trail and I think I already said Watson Park yes so there's six locations. And they'll be out and people can go by and see them until 
the middle of November because we're going to be then getting ready for Christmas decorations and it kind of clashes. But we might keep the hay bale by Hardy um, Trail because it is an American flag and um, we're proud of America and Dade City and plus we're um, it, the Veterans Day is coming up as well during that time period and so we might just keep that up because it looks great where it's at and we also have um, which is part of our project with Dade City Center for the Arts is a Take Heart project and um, located closer to this hay bale is a heart that has also the American flag on it so it kind of ties in together real nice. On Saturday, November 12th from 5 to 8 p.m., come out for an evening in the Arts District presented by Prelude Academy of the Arts, Perks Cafe, and Out of Our Hands Art Gallery. Adults can enjoy an evening of music, chocolate, refreshments, and art right here in downtown Dade City. For more information, please go to www.preludeacademy.com forward slash services Dash nine. On Saturday, November 26th from 10 to 5 p.m. is Downtown Dade City Small Business Saturday featuring a Christmas ornament giveaway at participating merchants. I also hear that Santa Claus is coming to town for the event. Visit Mr. and Mrs. Claus from 3 to 5 p.m. in Downtown Dade City. On Saturday, December 3rd from 5 to 9 p.m. is Downtown Dade City's 38th annual Christmas stroll. There will be holiday entertainment, Santa Claus, carolers, carriage rides, tasty treats, and more. We'll see you there. Saturday, December 10th, beginning at 10 a.m., is the second annual Pasco High School swim team Eggnog Mile, located at WF Edwards Stadium. There will be a Christmas cookie bake sale, pictures with Santa, toys for tots donations, and of course, the race itself. This event is not recommended for lactose intolerant individuals. For more information, contact Coach Patterson at bpatters at pasco.k12.fl.us or lbfisher at pasco.k12.fl.us. Wednesday, December 21st through Friday, December 23rd, First Baptist Dade City presents the 6th Annual Gingerbread House Contest at the Church Street Christmas. Stop into the First Baptist Church to enjoy the exhibit free of charge. They have cash prizes totaling more than $1,000 and it's completely free to enter. Check out their website for more information, www.dc gingerbread.com attention pasco high school parents and students do you plan on attending the spring break trip to ireland and scotland the final enrollment meeting will be october 19th at 6 30 p.m in the cove for more information contact mrs reed or mrs graham in local sports, the St. Leo Lions women's volleyball team was victorious over Palm Beach Atlantic last week by a score of 27 to 25, improving to 11 and 14 on the season. The 2022 St. Leo men's soccer season came to an end last week, falling to Lynn University by a score of 2 to 0. They finished their season with an overall record of 7 and 9, having two conference wins. 
In local weather, the coming week looks to be fairly typical for this time of year with our highs in the upper 80s and our lows in the mid 60s pretty much all week long. Our rain chances are basically zero, though a scattered shower may appear and disappear just as quickly. Overall, we can enjoy a great week of fall weather. All major U.S. stock market indexes finished in positive territory this week as the S&P 500 rose 4%, the Nasdaq climbed 2.2%, and the Dow increased 5.7%. Did you know that Day City Wire now has a print publication and a digital version of the news? Well, we do. Look for the print publication at select locations around downtown Dade City and look for the digital version on our website, dadecitywire.com forward slash print. Is there something happening in Dade City this upcoming week that you'd like us to help spread the word on? Remember to always use hashtag Dade City Wire in all your posts that you want us to know about and we'll find you. We're looking for people who want to get involved with the show, write articles in the wire, and even help produce these podcasts. Email us if interested and let's do lunch to talk about how you can get involved. Info at DadeCityWire.com. We hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you again next Sunday right here on the Day City Wire, Day City's only weekly news show.